Don't ever yeah. go with the flow. Be the flow. And I don't need no middleman to talk to my middleman. Yeah, yeah. I understand yeah. if you don't understand. Yeah. That's where we differ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the We Devil Podcast, episode number 17 of the We Devil Podcast. I am your host, Shell456, alongside my beautiful, lovely, and amazing co-host, E. E, how are you feeling today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm great. I'm feeling fine. Um... Yeah, just just happy to be back with these microphones, tapping in, tapping in, talking to the people. Um, busy week, busy week. Uh, we got a chance to see that that the, the, the uh, what's the movie? Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. So we're gonna speak on that a lot today. Uh, maybe not go as in detail on the movie, but just like yeah. situations surviving, I mean, surrounding mm-hmm. the actual content of the movie. Um, yes. Before we get this started, I want to speak. Well, before we even speak on Jay-Z and his deal, um, this podcast is sponsored by the We Differ Shop. Uh, We have hoodies and T-shirts and y'all can tap in and, you know, purchase a T-shirt, help out the podcast and, you know, all that good stuff. But uh, this around, we need to get a sound machine, like to push the button and Make yeah. the shit clap and shit like that. We gotta. You remember you you was you did you have one before when we was doing it before? Yeah, yeah. But I like wired that shit together myself, so it was like hmm. it was functional, but it was just like a fucking headache. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we we we're, we're gonna invest in some in, in in some more stuff to get this thing popping. Get this shit really rolling. My mic arm is acting funny, but yeah. Um, congrats to Jay Z on the, the the uh he got a a, a deal for his. Uh, Ace of Speed champagne um, line with uh, the uh, Louis Vuitton people. I forget the name, uh, but it's under Mo- they own Moet also. So it's like Moet took over Jay Z. Well, they fifty percent. Yeah, uh, yeah, acquisition. So like, shout out to him, man. It's black empowerment. I think that's that's dope as hell for the culture. One time for the culture, man. Yeah. Um, there was something else that I did want to speak on, but I it, it like slipped my mind, and that fucking blows. But you good? What you doing over there? I'm getting my thoughts together. <laughs> Your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Your thoughts should have been together. You over there getting your thoughts together too? No, my thoughts is all scattered. All right, yeah. so so let's let's get into the um the content. Oh oh, what I what I wanted to mention was. Um, just, just, I want to tell, tell this a story of, of like, cause this Black Panther thing is like, it really, it really do move me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, my dad brother was actually the, the leader of the Panther in Philadelphia. So my, 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 he knew, you know, um, he knew a lot of the members of the Panthers and, 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 you know, they, they, they rolled together and all that. Right. And as a kid, my dad used to take me. Like every weekend, he would take me to my uncle Reggie's house. You know what I'm saying? And just being a, around him and listening to how he talked and how he walked and how he moved, like he was forever a Panther. You know, even up until the 2000s when he passed, he passed in 2012. You know what I'm saying? And I'm realizing now that he shaped and molded my life a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of of his ways I have um, towards the government and 
even when it comes to just being an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? The unwillingness to trade time for money. Um, I, I think, I believe in my heart that I, I got from him. So I just wanted to speak on him and um, even his fr friendship with, with actual Fred Hampton, you know what I'm saying? Like he was really like in a mix like that. So this, this shout out to my uncle Reggie, and we're going to get into the content of this podcast. Wait, I think that's dope though, because you always talk about your uncle, right? Yeah. You always talk about both your uncles. Yeah. And a lot of times it'd be like, if you have someone speak about someone, it's from the perception, from the perspective of you were younger and like, and growing up as your uncle's nephew, right? Yeah. And when Nyla was doing her project uh-huh um and she called your dad mm -hmm. and what did he say he said and she said what was he what was he passionate about and oh, yeah, yeah. um your dad said like he didn't care about much of anything else like like so to hear how you speak about him and then your dad like yeah. actually verifying this like oh no like he really did yeah, like, like yeah. that's what he was about not that i doubted it yeah, or anything yeah, it's just yeah. like he 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 was he was really really active yeah. i mean active and and um uh, another shout out to mumia um you know, uh, if you're not uh, preppy on who Mumia is, he was a young guy. They, they claimed that he killed a white cop in the 70s, in the 70s. And, you know, he got a, a death. He got the death penalty in Pennsylvania. I don't know how that worked. I guess it was a thing back then. And my uncle was riding with him until the day he passed away. He actually got him off of death row. And when my uncle passed, like they they, they announced it over the prison loud system. Yeah, I mean, it's a sad day. Reggie's show had passed away, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, man, like this, this Black Panther shit is in my, it's in my. That's why you know these pigs, bro. That's why you see me talking about these motherfuckers like that. Shout out to all the white folks that I love, man. <laughs> you told me that I had to come back. That you gotta say, with the exception of <laughs> with fuck out of here, yeah, fuck no, out of here. It's some white people that I fuck with. But yeah, um, being that 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 you seen the movie also, like, what what was your after the movie end? Like, what what was like the emotions that you was feeling? How did you feel about the movie? Like, what did you feel from it? Um, well, honestly, like I've been in this mood recently, and I don't know if it's like um because it is Black History Month or whatever it is, but like honestly, I go through periods of time like. Like it could be a month mm -hmm. and then I'm good and then another month. But I at, at periods of time, like I really don't be off white people. Like this is like a regular <laughs> thing for me. It's been yeah, happening yeah. for years. Yeah. Probably since I moved to Philly. Like I just don't be off them. So like going into watching a movie, I'm not off of them. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, like yeah. I watch this movie and it's just like, yeah, I'm still not off you. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it just yeah. was like, it just verified from some things for me. Yeah. But um overall movie was dope mm -hmm. um some emotions that came to me like um the woman god i uh i wish i knew her name well dominique the, the woman that dominique um oh, Fish, oh the actual yeah person. yeah so whoever like um fred hampton's woman was i yeah. forget her name yeah but just the emotion she had to been going through to actually shield because like as i'm watching a movie i'm looking at things up like to like fact check like what actually happened yeah and like her for her to shield the body of her 
loved one. Yeah. Like yeah, that yeah, type of shit. Yeah. And I'm like, um, you know, she loved that man and yeah. she she understood that he he she she jeopardized her body mm-hmm. and her child's life yeah. to protect someone else. And yeah. that symbolized so much for me because she understood that he stood for so much more. Yeah. Like he was gonna rally like people. Yeah, it won't like, just be a dead Yeah, body. it wasn't yeah. just him. Yeah. Like, and for her, I know probably it was like, all right, I got me and my son, but him, he's gonna move masses. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that 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 shit is that shit is deep, man. This all around the board. Um all the people, all, all to all the people that that um stood for something and 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 took a stand for our people. You know what I'm saying? Like it's no, I don't feel like he's any different than Malcolm and Martin. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like Fred Hampton really took it there, as well as Hubie Newton and and, and the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, what them guys stood for in the '70s was crazy. Just mm-hmm. in an organization that they, the, how organized they was. You know what I'm saying? How you can be in Philly with my uncle chapter, and then they can be in Chicago, and they all just did the same exact things. They fed the kids in the morning before they went to school. They did things for the community. You know what I'm saying? They combated black gangs. They went to war with black gangs. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I think that's important. All right. So, like the discipline that you speak on, that's mm-hmm. fucking dope because they everything that. They try to teach us, mm-hmm. attempt to teach us in school mm-hmm. is so negative about the party. Mm-hmm. It's always like, like, oh, violence. Like how did the same thing how they try to teach us about with Malcolm? Like, mm-hmm. if you go through your raised and um and you listen to what's actually being taught in school, mm-hmm. they will literally tell you like Malcolm was like a bad guy or whatever. Yeah. And the same thing with the black man. I don't know if yeah. they taught that about the black um Panthers in I, school. I don't I don't remember where I, I learned really that at. I don't remember learning about the Black Panthers at all in school. I, I probably did, but you know, I'm from like yeah, a yeah, different area yeah, than you. Yeah. But um so I know it was taught, but I don't know about the um how the depth. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't good things. Like yeah. and just to see I mean, I've, of course, like I know some other things before the movie, but just to see like the um discipline that they had and what they actually did for the community and going um to the gangs and getting support from um the gangs and other people. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. We didn't see that part. Yeah. We didn't see them linking with um fucking quote-unquote white trash yeah we didn't see this part like yeah. they demonize us and yeah like, yeah that's a fact that's a fact and and um just to piggyback off of that like just the comparison in the movie they compared uh black panthers to the kkk that mm-hmm. that's how they they got the black guy the inf- they got in his head saying yo they're 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 just like the kkk you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and it's just i feel like that still goes on today. And I don't want to get too deep into um, Black Lives Matter because there's a lot of controversy within that in itself. Mm-hmm. But the way these white people talk about Black Lives Matter, like it's a fucking gang. Mm-hmm. And there's a tribe of people that's out here trying to hurt people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 they're so bad. Our lives they, matter too. Yeah, yeah. Like all, like this, this, that, that mindset, bro. And I don't know if, if it's, it, it can't be a thing where they get all, where they all come together and say, okay, we're going to do this. I think these people really think this sometimes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, I think, of course, that's a part of racism. But, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's nuts to me. And it's something that I will never, ever understand. And it makes me so fucking mad. 
I believe it's the um people are closed minded. So mm -hmm. you have black people saying the same thing. Well, what about white people? Like, oh mm -hmm. my God, I have this <laughs> one cousin. Oh my God. <laughs> I oh my God. I remember this one time she came down here. Yo, this is one of the reasons why I like to drive wherever I go. I don't want to hop in a car with nobody. Yeah. And she picks me up mm -hmm. and we go out down we go out downtown somewhere. And she fucking starts talking about, and this is this is I was in one of my moods. Like I was, I don't know when it was, but it was in the summertime. It was probably it was like one month. I was like, I'm off them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she said that shit to me, yo. And I was so fucking mad. I'm like, dogs, are you serious? Like, yeah. what'd she say? The what about white people? Oh. What about like what do you mean Black Lives Matter? What the fuck? Oh, Don't wow. you understand? That, that, yeah, yo, but she... Oh, my God. That's we get into bad. type that's of shit bad, like this yo. all the time. Like, she's the type of person that's like, black people need to help ourselves first. And it, like, I think people who talk like that, there's a disconnect, clearly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think they're trying... What they're trying to convey is something different than what we're actually receiving. But you can't say something to someone without, like acknowledging certain things yeah so you can't say oh we need to help our own selves without yeah. acknowledging why like yeah. the state that we're in currently yeah. I, I know i know a lot of people like that and and it frustrates me it's like uh and i get it i do get it but when when oh we need to march in the hood when 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 when, when tommy killed johnny on the block you know what i'm saying and i get that i get that but you can't compare that to a law enforcement officer who's supposed to be protecting us, killing us for no reason. You know what I'm saying? It just don't it don't correlate at all. I just yeah, one has nothing now, to now, do with the other. Yeah, it don't have nothing to do with it with the other one. So you can't say, oh, y'all, how y'all how y'all gonna march because he got killed by the cops, but you're not marching because Johnny killed Johnny. Man, bro, crime come in proximity. It is about where you're at. It's the same thing that happened in white neighborhoods, poor white neighborhoods. It's all it's not about black people killing black people. It's poor people killing poor people. It's just that we're exploited for it. Yeah, that's we're it. and we get exploited. Yeah, we got get looked at like animals and shit like that. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like they're closed minded. So yeah. if you don't view it like that, if you're just looking at us like, oh no, black people, what what are black people doing? Yeah. And, and like yeah. Oh yeah. my God. This so, shit is nuts. This shit is nuts. And yeah, it's just like, yeah. I don't know, man. That that's why I like, yeah. This don't speak out of place around me. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, don't, don't speak out of place. When I tell you me. when I that oh that bitch, I'm gonna call her yo, she was <laughs> oh, oh my god, I was like, cause you know how I talk. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you are you dumb? Yeah. And yeah. she was like, You're gonna call me a dummy in my car? <laughs> I said, Yo, you dumb as hell. You sound and she's older than me. She like yeah, yeah. 15 years older than me. So yeah. I know she was tight. She like this little fucking 22 year old talking yeah, to me yeah. heavy. But yeah, you yeah. Talk, you sound crazy as hell. Yeah. But nah, like I don't mm -mm. people, yeah. black people, some black people. And I get it, but yo, educate yourself. Yeah. That's yeah, it. 100%. Before you like start speaking. Educate yourself and have empathy, man. Like yeah. it's like people don't be having empathy. They just they just speak. Or because they're in a better position, mm -hmm. they feel like they can talk down. Mm-hmm. And man, like we off on the same shit, man. Like like what uh, Jay said with the OJ shit. You know what I mean? Uh <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. When shit get hot. And you are that fucking, you not the celebrity OJ Simpson football player. And now you in some deep shit and you're just a nigga again. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Yeah. Now, now, no, nigga, no, stay over there with them fucking white people. Yeah, I think people like Wayne. People we going get it. in on white people right now. I don't listen. Hey, <laughs> for the listeners. So look, <laughs> this nigga over here be telling me. You gotta be careful. You can't be saying <laughs> fuck white people. Yeah. <laughs> he tells me this shit all the time, right? And it's not fuck all white people. And so he said, you gotta say, you know, it's not. Yeah, every, yeah the and, white people that you don't fuck with. And it's not every, it's not all of them, but like, honestly, I be, and I'll be like, man, fuck what you even talking about. Yeah, like, that's how yeah. I feel. But like, it, it is what it is in this black history month. So what's up? Yeah, no, it's a fact. I'm, I'm, you don't hold no punches in this motherfucker. Yeah, so. You you was about to say something about Wayne. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lil sometimes Wayne, right? people are just disconnected like that. So if, like, my cousin mm-hmm. were from North Jersey mm-hmm. before I moved down here, didn't I say I didn't really experience it? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Can you speak on that real quick? What? Like, you not, like, All right, the so, culture shock of coming to Philly and seeing racism. Mm-hmm. So me being from North Jersey and it's heavily diversified. It's mm. very diverse. And um yeah, like I spent the night at white girls' houses and like mm-hmm. I've always been in classrooms with white people. Like mm-hmm. it's not like that up now, there. Now do you, do you, this is a quick question. Do you think it's really not like that or you think you just didn't see it? You think it's really like I could have not have seen it, but okay. I, was still, I can only go off of my yeah, like experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did get out of high. I left when I was eighteen years old, so I don't really know. So I only know it yeah. from when I was in school. Yeah. Me going through school, being a star athlete. So yeah, of course, yeah. and then even if I say if I was like one of the the kids who dropped out of school, maybe I would have experienced it. But I was a star athlete, yeah, so even yeah. the white people was like. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. even yeah, I yeah, really yeah. don't know. Yeah, that's how I be. And, and that, that, that go back to the Wayne shit because like yeah. a lot of people get on Wayne for saying a lot of the dumb shit he say. Like he never experienced racism, but you gotta understand that this kid was twelve years old exactly when he left the hood. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was twelve exactly, and then came into money and he was a star. So exactly, so his experience is totally different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and the, my cousin. Um, she grew up where I'm from and mm-hmm. she climbed the ladder of, um, like the corporate ladder and mm-hmm. she's girlfriends with the swipe. Oh, I go to lunch with Sarah and yo, this literally an example she be giving me. Mm-hmm. I go to lunch with my girlfriend, Sarah, and she's not racing. I just be like, yo, you know, is that a yeah. fuck? Mm. Yeah. Yo, but yeah. I digress. But either way, like it, there's a disconnect because we don't really be experiencing, but I do think it's our duty as black people to like. To educate yourself and mm-hmm. to empathize, like you said, like we do know. At the end of the day, even if you feel like you haven't experienced racism, you gotta know it's a thing. Yeah, you, you gotta know it's a thing, and you shouldn't go on. You shouldn't go on public platforms and just say shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it it makes us all look crazy when you say shit like that. Because now they got something to look at. Like what well, Lil Wayne said. You know what I mean, it's, it just look fucking nuts. That shit is nuts, but. Anyway, yeah. all right. So back to the movie, right? Mm-hmm. So I want I want to give you some time to think about this. But what was the most memorable, like moment in the? Well, not yeah, most memorable moment of the in, movie. In the movie. Oh, for me, I I think I know off the bat when when they was in uh when 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 he was um when Fred Hampton was speaking at the podium, and uh I don't know the guy name the guy from fucking uh. 
the Donald Glover, the guy from Atlanta. What's mm-hmm. his name? Mm-hmm. I forget his name. But the guy from Atlanta. Wait. Oh, um, Lakeith Stanfield. Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield, the mm-hmm. guy from Atlanta. Uh, he was he was like. He caught that shit. Like, he felt that shit. He started to feel that shit. And he he looking in the crowd, and then he see the white guy. And it was just like, nigga, in the white. And that scene, to me, it made me feel like, nigga, remember what you here for. Like, remember what your job did. What your job, what you here to do. Like, because it was a couple times in the movie, they they made it seem like he really was was starting to feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, that that I think that that scene right there was the most that stuck out to me because I felt like he really started to fit, and that that I'm pretty sure that, it, that probably because his character in real life seemed to be like this a total like don't give a fuck type person, you know what I'm saying? It didn't seem like he gave a fuck in real life, but I think they try to give him a heart there. Yes, you know yes. what I'm saying. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I think they try to make him human. Yeah, they try to make him human there. Um, a couple of things let me know. Well, not let me know because at the end of the day, I don't know that man. But mm-hmm. I believed mm-hmm. that um, he was not remorseful. Like he, he, he's had interviews and he said that he wasn't a part of the party. Like he didn't betray anyone. Mm-hmm. Like he, those was not his peoples. Mm-hmm. So, and then on top of that, him committing suicide. He didn't commit suicide when that shit happened. All right, hold he on, hold on, all right, hold on, hold on. All right. So let, 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 let's just remember that thought. All right, so let's run it back. So for those of y'all who haven't seen the movie, the, the movie, the, the basis is Fred Hampton, Black Panther. He had a crazy movement going. Um, he was pushing black people forward. Uh... The beginning of the movie, they 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 showed this black guy, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, character, and he was a car robber, and he was about to he he got caught for for stealing somebody's car, and they going to lock him up for a long time, like five years, and he said, okay, we can give you five years, or you can go infiltrate the Black Panthers, go act like a Black Panther, go walk like a pa- Black Panther, talk like a you know, learn what they do, and he got real close to uh, he got real close to Fred Hampton, and from that point he proceeded to to bring down Fred Hampton and his organization in Chicago. I just wanted to bring people up to speed. You know I mean, and, uh, uh, so, and you was just talking about the interview. They ran an interview in 1989. Was it? Yeah. 1989. It aired in 1989. Either the 89 or 99. He could, he, he, um, yeah, he, I think it was in April 89, he committed suicide in January yeah. 90. So, no, yes, the 90 aired, so it, it aired on 90 and 90. Uh, I, in 80, oh, I the, the, the day it aired, he killed he himself. He interviewed in April of 89, so, so I don't know himself. when it aired, but he it, killed himself in January of 90. All right, so in January 90, he had an interview with um, white people. <laughs> it might have been like 2020 some shit about the whole situation and uh once the interview aired, he killed himself that night. That's how it that's that's how it went. Um now do you think he killed himself out of guilt or do you like do you think he was guilty or he fell some type of way? Like why would somebody go to that extreme? All right, so I've also read like um articles about his family saying like oh he couldn't live with himself because of the guilt and ah 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 but no if he couldn't live live with himself because of the guilt it would be like all right it was 20 years later right hold on not only the time all right he did this this um he did this thing right Mm -hmm. 
someone was killed. Mm-hmm. Then 20 years pass, mm-hmm. an interview comes out. Mm-hmm. Now the whole world knows. Mm-hmm. I think he was embarrassed. No, because why would you do the interview? Like, you, you wouldn't do the interview. I felt like he needed to get it off his chest, and that was just it. Like, I got this shit off my chest, and I'm I'm done now. I'm going to kill myself. It's kind of like uh, the rapper G-Dep. Back in the day, there was a rapper named G-Dep <laughs> for, the, for the young folks. But he killed somebody in, in the early 90s, right? No, it might have been the 80s. G-Dep killed the nigga in the 80s. And after his rap career... I'll say seven years ago, he went to the police station and said, look, I killed this person in 1986. And they locked him up. And he was like, man, it just made me feel better. Like, it, it, you know what I mean? And I think that's the same case with him. It's like, I don't think people can live with themselves when they do such heinous shit, bro. Like, it, it, it's just like. It was crazy, and it, I th- I don't think if he didn't feel no type of way, he would he would have took his his life like that on the day that it aired. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just like I don't know. Because if you don't, if you ain't got no remorse, you would have like okay, let that shit air. He needed money for his family. He got the money for his family, and nigga was too embarrassed. And ah ah ah. Yeah, I don't think that's. <laughs> yeah. Listen, at the end of the like, because for him to say like he didn't, he feel like he didn't portray anyone. Mm-hmm. Like what type of remorse do you feel like he has? Then if he he he's said that he didn't feel like he betrayed anyone, he wasn't really a part. I of mean, the, he he didn't betray anybody. He wasn't never a part. He did betray. He 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 literally part. betrayed someone. He 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 drugged someone. Yeah, but that's betrayal. It, that, was, that was never his man's. He was out from the beginning. So why would he feel remorse? Why would he? Because you understand, like, over the years, you, you start to understand, like, damn, this is a Black Panther party. This was for us. It wasn't like he was he was going in, like, with it. yeah, it, it was like you destroyed something that, that, that would have pushed Black people forward. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I think. I think okay. All right. I'll, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing that I really remember about the movie, like, he was, like, a badge is scarier than a gun. Do you think that that's still true? Hell yeah. You think so? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Badge is way, way scarier than a gun. Yeah, 100%. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, just look at these cops, man. Like, I can walk around the hood all day with niggas with guns, but as soon as you see a cop, it's like, to this day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm driving down the street, legit. License, insurance, registration, anything, seatbelt on. If a cop get behind me, I'm nervous. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 nervous. I'm trying to I'm literally gonna turn off on the next block and I'm gonna find a parking spot. Mm. Even legit and all. So it's I don't know. I it's okay. it's how my mind is wired, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um okay. Well, I think um Another thing I wanted to talk about how crazy like the the differences were between the two um main characters in the movie like how both of them I feel like was living off of survival. They mm-hmm. both like were black, where we living in these inner communities and like um we just trying to survive. Like we we live a fucked up life. Mm-hmm. Um what was the guy's name? I keep forgetting his name. That Lucky's um 
This the fucking rat. We don't got no that. <laughs> rat. The rat. It's a rat. And why you look at why you look for that? I just want to like backtrack on something that I said because I did say like like I might have said that like I was a little lenient towards uh, Takashi Six Nine. Oh, <laughs> talk about it. Yeah, I was a little lenient because I just didn't feel like he was a gangster. And he wasn't in the street, so he can't be a rat. He's a civilian, and I still feel like he's a civilian. But like, fuck that nigga, bro. Because he's doing a lot right now. That's wild. And, and that's 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 so I don't want to speak that's no more so on that. You've been wanting to say that for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's officially fucked with that. Fuck that nigga, bro. William O'Neill. William O'Neill. Yeah. What was I saying? Um, I forgot. You was you was saying oh the contrast between his character and oh oh right right right. So they both was like living off of survival. Like both of them was just trying to like. Like live a better life and get out of some shit, mm-hmm. and how like different they were. Like they both mm-hmm. were so young, mm-hmm. and like Fred Hampton what was he like twenty two when he died, like mm-hmm. 21, 22. That 21. shit is wild. Like even like um, like you got these Malcolm, and he was older, but like yeah. so young, and yeah. like yeah. Pac was so young, and you had these like these voices or yeah, whatever, these, and these people that's putting these yeah they, they, positions and putting their lives on a line yeah or whatever, and then you got this fucking William O'Neill yeah. <laughs> like yo that shit is wild to me yeah you you go for the and it it's for me it's crazy because it's like you got this you got Fred Hampton mm-hmm. like whoever like Black Panthers Black Lives Matter all of those people and it's like. I'm standing on the line, but it's like for the people. Mm-hmm. It's like at the end of the day, fuck me, not fuck me, but like yo, if I go, it's okay. Be yeah. as long as like my people are uplifted. Yeah. But then you got other people like William O'Neill, and like honestly, it's a lot of those people still today. Yeah. And it's like all for self. Yeah. It, and it, I think Jay. That's why Jay is so imperative to the black communities because it's like, all right, I'm gonna show y'all like how to do this yeah. shit. You got um. We were talking about it earlier. Everybody was so mad at Jay, like, oh, he whatever he did with the NFL. But nah, yeah. you had three black people headline that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hove, Hove is for change, man, and and it's like, uh, it's it's the thing. The thing that I like most most about Hove is like he he got thick skin, so he can take the shots fired. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like. All right, I can take these shots, but y'all gonna see in the long run what's going to mm-hmm. happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, so okay, oh man, fuck Jay Z. He signed the NFL. He's doing it. Boom, boom, boom. But when when we start having black fucking bands performing at the fucking Super Bowl, and we got all this black that's happening in the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? And and we getting our respect from these fucking white people. Like, it, it's a it's a different story. But do you feel like if we're? I think that's dope that mm-hmm. you know him. Um, us having three headlines or whatever of mm-hmm. Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but do you feel like does a part of you feel like that's like just us performing? You remember like we was watching a we was watching a Kanye video. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the what was the song called? When lately? And I always find and I always find something wrong. That shit, right? And you was like that all the ballet dancers they were white. And all the black people, and all, and all the, the black, black people, people at the, the table, table, they were black, and, and they were watching exactly. So dance. the entertainment was white people. So yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, that was dope. Like the symbolism mm-hmm. in that in itself in that mm-hmm. video. So, mm-hmm. 
Super Bowl, do you feel like that's just another depiction of just us performing and them no, being entertainment for I them? don't because, I mean, that's a way to look at it, but there's also a way to look at it that, like, you got kids that's sitting on their couches at home watching that. Mm-hmm. You're seeing all these black stars performing. Mm-hmm. You got people that's on stage that just have the opportunity to make money off that yeah. shit. That's a that's a the opportunity. Yeah, the it. opportunity yeah. in it. Like the the thing about the Super Bowl when these fucking country stars get on that platform, it's like it's almost like winning a Grammy. Like you you, you your career go to levels and levels. Yeah, you go yeah, to yeah, different yeah. levels. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like the opportunity in it and all that. You know what I'm saying? I, and these are people that chose to, to dance and, and and perform. They make millions. You know what I'm saying? So it's not. Yeah, I don't look at it like that. Now, if it was some broke motherfuckers that's out there shucking and jobbing, then yeah, that's a different story. No, nah, these motherfuckers get paid a million dollars to do that, and they deserve that platform. Mm, okay. All right. All right. Um, I want to speak a little bit, bit on um, doing for self, just because like the all-around theme for the Panthers was do for self. Uh, you know, um, build up our own communities, uh, make our own money, just, just have our own money coming through the hood and all that stuff. And I know we talk about this on the podcast a lot. And we're going to continue to talk about it. I don't give a fuck we talk about this every episode. But it's something that needs to be heard. It's something that needs to be seen. We need to do for self. We need to open up black businesses. We need to understand um, uh, trading time for money is an amazing thing. But also just try to do... All right. <laughs> Also try to just build your own platforms and try to build other things that's outside of the box. You know what I'm saying? We don't always got to do uh, manual work. We don't always got to like uh, pick up fucking cinder blocks to, 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 to do for self and build homes ourselves. There's things and platforms that's available that, that you can just do um, where you can automate it and, and make money without having to do manual work or trade time for money. Yeah. Can I give an example? Mm-hmm. So um I don't know when this was, but my sister had sent me something about like this man because we, we often talk about what a man's supposed to do for his family, for mm-hmm. his woman or whatever. Well we don't talk about that shit. That is a topic coming soon. But <laughs> um people talk about it all the mm-hmm. time. That's a topic and during these times. But um, it was this man, he had X amount of kids, and he was, like, going on. He was saying, oh, I'm supposed to do this. I, my wife has never done paid a bill in here, a cable bill. I, I, I got this shit or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. And then, yeah, yeah, sure, it's dope, dope, sure. But that man's kids, that man, oh, they say he was never home. <laughs> we don't know that nigga. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah, like he yeah. ain't spent no time or whatever. Yeah. So like at the end of the year, you trading time, you want to trade time for this money. Yeah. Like it comes with a it comes with a big price. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that, that that's another part of the thing, man. It's like I just feel like now into in today's time where let me just break something down real quick. Okay. You can start a business building homes, right? And Manually building homes yourself, you your back gonna probably be fucked up by the time you're fifty. <laughs> you're gonna be fucked up in the game. <laughs> Amazon is one of the biggest things in the world, right? You can literally order stuff from China, right? For 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 like a and this is 
All my homies with money and shit. I mean, y'all can call me on the phone and I'll tell you more about this shit. You can order shit from China, have it delivered to the USA, straight to the Amazon warehouse, and they'll sell that sell shit it. for you. Mm-hmm. So when I go on Amazon and I buy fucking cotton swipes, it's some motherfucker somewhere getting paid for that. That's not through Amazon. They're not getting paid for that. They get a percentage, but they're not getting paid for that. You know what I'm saying? It's called Amazon, F- Amazon FBA. Look it up. There's so many, and that's this one. I got a million in my head. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like people think starting a business is so hard with a five thousand uh, 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 dollar five thousand dollars. Put five thousand dollars. I don't know why the fuck the word is. With a five thousand dollar investment, okay. you can you can open up a hundred thousand dollars. You can run and organize a hundred thousand dollar business that generate a hundred thousand dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? Just keep flipping that, flipping that, flipping that, flipping that. It's not hard at all. I all right. Can I just say it's this? not easy? I, all right. Thank you because I really do hate when it's you talk easy, like that. But 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 th- this thing about it: building a house for fifteen years, putting. Cinder blocks on your back. No, no, no. Which, which, mo- which most motherfuckers feel like as a man, a lot of motherfuckers are like, okay, I'm gonna build it, I'm gonna start a business, and you think uh, I'm gonna do something manly. You know what I mean? But you, it's not like that no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro, pick up your fucking computer, get on the laptop, type in some buttons. So instead of doing that for 15 years, spend a month to learn about that. About Amazon FBI, FBA. Go on fucking YouTube and just, just, just look that shit up for a month. Learn the ins and outs. And then just put up your five grand. Get it shipped in. Yes. It's not hard. Um, but it's right. not easy. It, it, it's, it's, it's not yeah. easy, but nothing, nothing worth having is easy. Yeah, just, I think it's better saying that, um, you know, there's opportunity out yeah, there. There's, opportunity. there's tons of opportunity and, and then us. And then one more thing, uh, and this is, this is scary for black people, and I understand that shit. The stock market. Join the stock market. Before you join the stock market, become knowledgeable, like, do your research. Like I always say, do your due diligence. Just look at look look at it. Um, I would suggest investing in something that you believe in, so something that you like. So if you like football, invest in like 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 uh what's a good one? One of them gambling companies and shit. You know what I mean? Like this, this whatever you like, just invest in that shit. Cause it's something that you know and it, it's something that you will be passionate about. But the stock market is is, is really a, a crazy opportunity, also. Yeah, yeah, it, it is scary because like you have people who are risk averse, but um, yeah, as you are saying, as Shells is saying, that shit is assess- is easy access. You could access it from your phone, and he is sidetracked because he's on Robin Hood right now. <laughs> yeah, but um, also like me, I'm a saver. Like I could save some money real quick or whatever mm-hmm. versus like just having that shit in a bank account like yeah put some of it like i can save eight hundred dollars a month sure easy put that shit like in stock market or whatever and mm-hmm. sure i could um even if you are risk averse mm-hmm. choose some companies that are like that's safe dirty. yeah like, and that's what i do companies. because i'm a scary ass nigga mm-hmm. But choose some companies that safe. Even Tesla, like they like going down right now. But I know Tesla's gonna go back yeah, up. So that didn't even up. scare me. Like yeah. Tesla, like I'm down like two hundred dollars, like per <laughs> share, per yeah. share on Tesla right now. But it's gonna go back up. So yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. How long? How, how long we in? We in we in uh, forty minutes. We really? We actually start to wrap this up. And and um, 
Do you have anything else that you want to speak no, on? Um, a- just, I thought, just one more thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was crazy how, like, the 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 rat, <laughs> his mm-hmm. character, how he was saying, like, he looked at the, the FBI agent as a role model. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for me, like, I never really looked up to anybody, mm-hmm. let alone a white person. Mm-hmm. Like that is so nuts to me. In the in the sixties, could you imagine some shit like that? Yeah, it's wild. It's Yo, wild. what the fuck? I mean, but you got motherfuckers like that every day, Uncle Tom's. Man. But the sixties? Hell yeah, it was even worse back then. It was way worse back then because they had something that that we didn't just we just didn't feel was tangible. You know what I'm saying? Like. Motherfuckers used to fry their hair and had their hair straight back like white people. You know what I'm saying? All that perm and shit like that. That wasn't black people creating a style. We just trying to be like the motherfuckers. I mean, at the end of the day, sure. But they try to be like us too. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the role model shit and like feeling like, oh, somebody's your protector and shit. Like, oh my God. Yeah. I, uh, that was disturbing. Soul, that was that so disturbing. Lost. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he he's, was. He's just a lost soul, bro. And, and you know that those situations are sad, man. You know what I mean, and I'm glad that um I did get a chance to watch that because like um I I heard of Fred Hampton, but like I didn't know the story. I even mm-hmm. asked my mom. I'm like, do you know? And she was like, no. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, I never heard of him. And she, like, and that's crazy to me because she was no, she, yeah, I think she was alive, but um she was like, Erin. That thing type of thing didn't get talked about. Like I didn't have my mom didn't talk about those sorts of things mm-hmm. when I was little. My dad, um, nobody talked about that. Like people, it was just drugs. Yeah, that's what it was when I was growing up. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's wild. All right, yeah. This is the We Different podcast, and we're we're gonna attach. Well, I'm gonna attach. Um, <laughs> my daughter project. She she had a black uh, uh, a black history project, and I'm going to attach it at the end of this video. Is her having a conversation with my dad, and I thought the conversation was dope. It was about my uncle, um, my uncle Reggie with the Black Panthers, and my dad. Um, I chopped the hell out of this video because like my dad was getting long winded, and it's so much good footage. And I, I, at some point, I'm going to put it all out, but it's just condensed until about two or three minutes. So if you know. After this podcast is off, y'all y'all can feel free to watch that. I think it's it was pretty dope to have to watch their conversation going back and forth. It was a proud dad moment for me. You know what I mean, so I think that's something dope. And we would like to thank y'all for uh, tapping in and tuning in and watching. We are on episode number. This is seventeen, right? Seventeen. We lit in this motherfucker. Episode number seventeen. We lit, and um, this is the We Different podcast, and we are out. Peace.